Hi, I'm Katie. And I'm Coley. Welcome to the SVU Coven podcast, Little Witch Detectives. Hi. <laughs> Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm really sleepy. And then as soon as I started talking for this, for us to record the intro, I suddenly had a burst of energy. There you go. <laughs> the adrenaline. <laughs> yes. Um, so we have quite a bit of a different episode today. We do. Hmm. But I'm excited uh, for it. I'm excited too. We've been talking about it since the beginning and I'm glad we just decided to do it. Yeah. Um, but should we jump into our witch talk catch up first? Yeah. Did we have anything for the, um, for the other parts of the intro? No, I don't um, think so. I think we were just going to wing it. <laughs> yeah. SVU comes back on, well, tomorrow from when we're recording this, but yeah, it'll have so, already come back by the time you guys listen to this. Oh, and speaking of that, uh, it was supposed to be, so tomorrow's February 18th, and it was yeah. supposed to be the return of Elliot Stabler, which we talked about at length last episode. Yes. Uh, but that's being pushed back. Yeah, uh, April 1st. Okay, so we won't um, be seeing the Maloney of it all until April. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's when organized crime premieres, so. Yeah, so we just have normal episodes, which are just as exciting and thrilling. Yes. Um, And I guess while we're talking about it, uh, we usually are live tweeting the episode Mm -hmm. on Twitter and want to hang out with us. I'm Rose Catholic on Twitter, and Coley is Liv X Addy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll be live tweeting the episode probably, or at the very least, you'll see one tweet from us saying we're too tired. Yeah. <laughs> is usually how it goes. Yeah. Um, also, while we're here, we're about to talk a lot about birthdays, but um, Ice T's birthday was yesterday. Yes. So, um, shout out to Ice Ice Baby if you're listening to this. Please come on the show. We love you. Yes. Um, and happy birthday. And I think we somehow, like, we, it's been a while since Mariska's birthday, but it was there. Um, and Olivia Benson's birthday was also there, but we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah. So if you follow us on Instagram at SVU Coven, we do all the birthday shout outs. Yes. Um, and it was kind of cute because we did one for Marisha and then one for Olivia, like back to back. And so it was kind of cute on our feed. So go check yeah. that out. Um, in the past, we've said happy birthday to Richard Belzer. Yes. Um, because I'm a munch stan. Um, and we did say happy birthday to Ice yesterday. Yes. Lots of um, Aquarius. <laughs> yeah. In the squad room. Very um, much so. So I thought we could do a quick self-love affirmation before we get into this special episode. Did you want to do witch talk really quick? Oh, shoot. I forgot. <laughs> We've just been talking. I was like, oh, gosh. Okay, yes. Let's do witch talk first. Okay. Um, so do you have a catch-up? Um, my We actually had to put my cat down about a week ago today. Um. Mm. She had internal bleeding, and they couldn't figure out where it was, and they couldn't figure out why it was happening. So the most humane thing to do was to put her down. Yeah. Yeah. If you follow us on social media, you've seen our cats before, because we think they were separated at birth somehow. Yeah. I was just going (laughs) to say, your cat looks so much like Callie that when you put up a story of Dex earlier... Um, in the week, I think it was yesterday or two days ago or whatever. Um, I actually had to skip through it because he reminded me so much of Callie. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't even think about that. That's okay. You don't have to think about me when you're posting your Instagram stories. I know. I, I just try to be aware of that kind of thing. I didn't even think about that. Um, That's Okay. But yeah, Callie is a beloved member of the SVU Coven, and she'll be very missed. Yes. Um, but I hope that she is finding happiness wherever she is now. Yeah, me too. 
And I have a couple more exciting projects that I'm working on that I have, like, my hands in the bowls of, but I can't say anything yet. I don't even think I know. I don't (laughs) think you know either. Yeah, because you posted a story and you were like, something exciting is coming, and I literally just responded to it with that little, like, looking eyes emoji. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's a couple things. One... One just happened today that I don't know that I can talk about yet, Um, but I'm really excited for that. And the other two have kind of been in the works that um, one I can probably talk about. Um, My friend Natasha, who actually I just sent her a link to the podcast. So if you're listening, Natasha, hi. (laughs) (laughs) Um. My friend Natasha and her organization and um, a few other really big organizations are working on a survey um, that was originally a global survey and they're taking it and making it a national survey for the U.S. Um, And it's how COVID has affected the safety of women and girls So that's really exciting. Um, I'm going to get it soon to kind of look over. And then once it's all finalized, it'll be released to the public. And I'll make sure to release it to you guys, too. (laughs) Yeah, that would be super fun. We could um, do something on social media about that, too. Yeah. And then... The other thing I could probably talk about, but I don't want to jinx it. So I'm just, I'll tell you later, Katie. <laughs> Sounds good. I'm excited. Yes. Um, I, I have this internal struggle with myself of like, I don't want to jinx things either. Yeah. But then I'm like, okay, but if I want to manifest them, I have to speak them into existence. So where's the line of speaking it into existence and jinxing it? <laughs> exactly. Um, so what I've started doing is when I have something exciting coming up, I tell like a few people <laughs> and you included, I usually yeah. tell you every single time and then that's it. I just have a few people I tell and then I keep it a secret from other people. So I feel like I'm not jinxing, jinxing it. it. Yeah. <sighs> but I'm excited for you. I don't even know what it is and I'm thrilled. <laughs> oh, it's really exciting. I can't wait. Well, that'll be cool. Well, there are going to be two things I have to tell you then. but I'll tell you I promise sorry little witch detectives you'll have to find out with everybody else yes (laughs) sorry (laughs) well for my witch talk catch up I have a couple of just like cute things um last weekend I finally got my jewelry replaced so I have my daith slash doth pierced and my nostril piercing done Mm -hmm. and my nostril piercing was gold and my day doth piercing was silver and it was bothering the heck out of me that I had like mixed metals. Um, so I'm super excited cause now I'm gold and I have gold jewelry everywhere. And I switched my nostril, uh, stud for a hoop, which was also kind of thrilling for me cause I don't do anything nice. fun. Um, so that was really cute and fun and fresh and I'm feeling good about it. And then today, actually this morning, I went to a Himalayan salt cave, um, which was so much fun. So it's like $25. It's five minutes from my house, not even. I didn't even know this was over here until my friends were like, I had suggested it to them a long time ago. And then last week they were like, why don't we go for a session? Um, But it's $25 for 45 minutes. And you sit in the salt cave with a blanket. And like little um, like doctor socks that they give you mm-hmm. to walk, so you can walk in the salt as you're going to sit down. Um, and they have limited capacity, so you know it was COVID safe and everything. And we just got to lay there for 45 minutes in the salt and just do like deep meditating. Um, yeah. And when I got home, I was like, oh my gosh, this energy, it's just so positive and it's just lifted weights off of me and I'm feeling so good. And then um, a little while later, I like fully crashed, like was just so tired. Um, 
And I feel like it's because I did a lot of like intense energy work somehow with like the salt. Yeah. (laughs) There's a place up in New York City that I want to go that I haven't been able to go because COVID. Mm -hmm. Um, It's called Modern Sanctuary. And they have um, salt rooms that you can go in and meditate in. You can get a massage. Um, Yeah. And I really want to do that, but. Maybe when everything's safe and I finally get to come visit you, we can go together. (laughs) That would be amazing. (laughs) Um, Fun fact, if you're just now listening for the first time, Coley and I have never met in person. No, we have not. And I just think that's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm such a like Himalayan salt gal. I have one in every room in my house, like a little salt lamp. Um, So it was quite the experience. I will say I started to actually feel a difference while I was sitting in the um cave it's like an actual cave yeah (laughs) um I like it was hard to breathe in there because I was inhaling so much salt (laughs) oh yeah Um, that would be hard I can feel a difference in like my skin and my energy and everything it was quite lovely so I recommend if you have one near you anyone that's listening because it was quite powerful (laughs) yeah but now I'm sleepy at 5.30 p.m. on a Wednesday. <laughs> um, all right. Well, why don't we do a quick self-love affirmation, and then we'll get into this groovy podcast that we're doing. Sounds like a plan. Okay. So I um, am kind of off the cuffing this affirmation because it was one that I got from Mantra the other day, and I didn't save it, nor did I write it down. Um Not sponsored by Mantra, but would love to be if anyone from Mantra is listening to this. Um, But I check it every day at 11 a.m. and it sends me a little affirmation for the day. And I got this one yesterday or the day before. And it was like, I see abundance everywhere in my life. Okay. Um, And I've been repeating that to myself over and over because I've been having days where I have imposter syndrome really bad or just don't feel good enough in my career and in things that I'm doing. But then I remember there's things in my life that are so, so rich and plentiful and abundant, including career stuff and including confidence and things like that. Um, And abundance is actually my word for 2021 because I'm trying to manifest abundance in all areas of my life. So I thought that was really fitting. Yeah. Uh, So if any of you listening to this struggle with some of those things too, it's been a really good reminder of like, there are still things to be grateful for. There are always things to be grateful for, grateful for every breath I take during the day, every sip of water I can have, like even just little things like that. Yeah. Um, So it's a good way to show yourself a little love, I think. Yeah, I think so too. So there's abundance in everything in your life. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Okay, um, so this episode is kind of a little uh, all over the place because we didn't really prepare. We just decided, like, last minute. We were like, this is what we want to do today. Yeah. Um, but what we're doing, essentially, is we are going to be diving into some parts of Mariska and Olivia Benson's astrological natal chart, which just means, basically, for those that aren't astrology people in the chat uh (laughs) where all the planets were the day that Mariska and the day that olivia were born um it tells a lot about your personality and each plan planet kind of signifies something different uh and we thought we would go through them and kind of roast them a little bit or compare and contrast or just kind of be like oh my god that makes so much sense you know yeah um we had this idea for a while i think we mentioned it the very first time we recorded Uh, Yeah, I think so, too. And we just haven't gotten around to it. And we just haven't done it. And I think we wanted sort of a loose structure episode this week. So um, I hope you guys enjoy it. And I think it's going to be fun. And I'm probably going to talk way too much. So, Coley, just cut me off. Okay. (laughs) Um, So I thought we would start with Queen Mariska's chart. Okay. So... Let me, her birthday is January 23rd, 1964. Correct. And she is an Aquarius sun, which means that her, the time of her birth 
fell during Aquarius season, yeah. the day. It's based on her birthday, your sun sign. Um, I don't think this is any huge surprise because she actually is an Aquarius stellium. So she has multiple Aquarius placements. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she's a little overwhelmingly Aquarius, if you ask me. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised she doesn't have more Aquarius in her chart, to be honest. I just, um, it's quite funny. And also with these charts, you can really see, cause everyone's like, oh my gosh, Mariska, Mariska is Olivia. They're the same person. Um, but while they do have a lot in common, they also have a lot that's different. And I think it's important to note when talking about it. Yes. Um, but something else that strikes me is her moon in Taurus. Because that is probably the most motherly placement you could have besides, like, a cancer moon. (laughs) It completely and totally makes sense. Yeah, because she is the most, like, mothering, loves to take care of her people, but all people. Yeah. Like, totally makes sense. There's there's a theory, um, or at least I say it. I don't know if anyone else in the fandom says it, but I say it. Um you because people give her gifts all the time and she gets so emotional with every gift so i say all the time you could pick up a pebble on the street of manhattan and give it to her and say this reminds me of you and she would probably cry mm-hmm. and you know what i think that is too is um this is one of the most interesting placements to me because marishka and olivia both have it but their venus is in pisces yeah And Venus, for those listening, is the planet of love. It's how you love. It's how you connect in love. It's how you spread love, receive love, all of that. Mm -hmm. And Pisces is the oldest, wisest sign. Shout out to me. But it's also (laughs) um, probably the second most emotional sign of the Zodiac besides Cancer, I would say. Yeah. Um, So when you show someone love that has a Venus in Pisces, their immediate reaction is probably going to be to cry. Yeah. Um, Just because that's how they express love and how they feel it. They're very in tune uh, with their emotions as far as love goes. And so I think it's really interesting because you always tell me that about Mariska, how she's so emotional and so motherly and all this stuff when she's given love, you know? Yeah. But so is Olivia. Yeah. And I feel like we don't talk about that enough. <laughs> no, because uh, we like to focus on Olivia's being a badass and mm-hmm. being this fierce warrior for survivors. But Mariska has that, too. Yeah. Even though she I, describes herself as chicken, which I'm sorry, but <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I want to talk about Olivia in a second, but I do think that is something they have very similar and it's hidden because their emotional placements are the more love-based ones. Mm-hmm. Whereas, segue, uh, Mariska's Mercury is in Capricorn. Yeah. Um, Mercury is how you communicate with other people and it's mm-hmm. how you're communicated with, which is why when Mercury's in retrograde, we have a lot of trouble with communication exes can pop back up in our lives technology is never gonna work like it's just the way that it is yeah um with her mercury being in capricorn it makes it serves me olivia vibes even though olivia's mercury is not in capricorn but the reason it does is because that is marishka's hard outer shell Mm -hmm. because she takes no shit And she can stand up in front of a bunch of people and give a speech on behalf of survivors. And she's so articulate and to the point and blunt and can get her point across like really well. Um, And all of that is Capricorn to me. Yeah. Um, Capricorn is also a very blunt uh, sign to have in your Mercury. And I don't often think of Mariska as blunt, but she also kind of is because she's not afraid to say exactly what she's thinking. Yeah. Um, I think she can be shy sometimes because she doesn't want to say the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's not afraid to like tell it how it is, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't want to go too far into some of her other placements uh mostly because for Mariska and Olivia we don't have their time of birth yeah um 
So it kind of makes the chart wonky. It really, we won't know what their rising sign is. And what your rising sign is, is when it's how other people perceive you. Yeah. Really. Um, and because we didn't have a birth time, I just threw in midnight for both of them. And because you had to put one in for the chart to be created on the app I was using. Yeah. But it's not accurate. So the signs that I really did want to focus on were sun, moon, Mercury, and Venus, which we have. Um, Normally, I would focus a little bit more on rising, Um, but we can't in this situation. However, I think it is important to note that a few of their other uh, planets are in the same sign. Yeah. Uh, They both have Neptune and Scorpio and Pluto and Virgo. Which basically means they were born uh, close together. Although I didn't know until today that Mariska is actually older than Olivia. Yeah. I was thinking they were the same age because it would only make sense that they would make them the same age. Well, it's weird because with like television and movie and stuff, they can make them around the same age without making them the same age. Mm-hmm. Um. And we only recently found out, I would say, when Olivia's birthday actually is. Yeah, we only... So, it's weird. Because a few years ago, someone from the SVU writer's room, I don't remember who it was, tweeted that her birthday was... Not January. December 13th of 1967. So that was what we were all going on for a while. And then last season on SVU, it was revealed that her birthday was February 7th. Mm-hmm. So, and with that good episode with Barbara. Yes. Barbara. Um, it's interesting to me because I wonder if they did that to make, like, to honor Mariska in a way. Yeah. Um, because it was right after her birthday where that episode aired and that puts them the great segue into Olivia's chart, but it puts them in the same sign. So they both have sun in Aquarius. Yes. So, um, Olivia's actual birthday is February 7th, 1967, uh, which makes Mariska a few years older than her. Yeah. Um, but it also makes Olivia a February baby, which I think is so cute. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but this is also exciting for me because I, it's fascinating to me that they both have Venus and Pisces, um, because you don't look at Olivia Benson and think about her as a big old softy, um, until you see her with a victim or a survivor. Right, right. Um, and her moon is in Capricorn, whereas her um, Mariska's Mercury was in Capricorn. But with a moon in Capricorn, you see them as much more jaded people, I would say. Yeah. Um, just kind of on the defensive and not the most emotional human beings. But mixed with that Pisces Venus, it's almost like all of her emotion is culminating in there. Yeah. Um, and her Mercury is in Pisces, which you were just saying, like, how good she is with victims and everything. If Pisces yeah. is not only the most intuitive sign, but the second most emotional, I would argue, um, you could picture literally Olivia Benson as Mercury in Pisces because she can talk to a victim and use that intuition to bounce back at them, if that makes sense. So what they share with her, she can really download and really intuitively feel and she can process and then communicate back with them in a way that's going to be helpful to them. Um, and I think Olivia is like the perfect example of that in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and the moon in Capricorn makes sense to me too, because like she's a hard cookie to crack, I would say. She is. Um, and I think it can cause problems in her personal life sometimes. She may be a little more defensive than she needs to be. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> if, if not all the time. <laughs> um, so 
something I want to point out about both of them that I haven't talked about enough is the the fact that they're both Aquariuses, a sun in Aquarius. Um, because so I feel like they both couldn't be more Aquarius to me, but then other times I'm like, I can see those other signs a lot stronger. Yeah. Um, but their Aquarius placement is fascinating to me, uh, because Aquarius are usually unique people that are kind of like, they walk to the beat of their own drum kind of people. Um, I have a lot of Aquarius people in my life. Fabulous. Love them. Air signs. But it's uh, interesting because I've never looked at her as like this. I've never looked at Mariska as like this super like unique and weird person. I've always looked at her as like a trailblazer in her own right. Yeah. Um, And it's funny because that's actually such a big trait of an Aquarius is being a trailblazer in their own right. Yeah. Uh, but when you, when people think of Aquarius, they're like, oh my gosh, like such a roastable sign. Like they're so weird and they do their own thing and whatever. Um, but I would say for both of them, having the Aquarius really highlights the fact that they are these strong women coming to talk about these hard topics um, that people weren't talking about really before. Yeah. And so along the lines of, of the uniqueness and the weirdness, I don't know if you ever saw like magazine articles where they have pictures of her old house or anything like that, but it was quite unique. <laughs> like how? I believe she had uh, stairs that were painted teal. <laughs> Um, and she's, she's one of those people, again, I think because of her Venus and Pisces, that it appeared that she just kind of kept everything. (laughs) So, like, she had, uh, like, stuff that her kids made and all that stuff. It just, it was eclectic. It was unique. You know, no one else's house is going to look like that. It reminds me of, have you ever seen the photos of Carrie Fisher's house? No, I haven't. Her house is, like, ridiculous. I don't know if they've ever sold it, but there's nothing in that house that makes any sense whatsoever. It's, like, just random colors and things and stuff that she just keeps and collects, but in a way that's, like works somehow it's not like hoarder it just like works somehow and that reminds me of that because I could totally picture Mariska's house just being like a little bit of everything all the time yeah and this is this is her old house I don't obviously I obviously don't know what her new house looks like um I only Mm. knew what her old house looked like because of magazine articles and pictures and stuff um I have never been to her house. <laughs> I'm gonna put it out there. <laughs> Just throw that out there. We're not that kind of fan, no. I guess. <laughs> there are um, people that are. So that's why I'm putting it out there. <laughs> I think in our first episode, we talked at length about how we're not gonna be that kind of fangirl podcast, I guess. Yeah. But... Still, I just want to put it out there for anyone who's just started to listen now. (laughs) No, I've never been to her house. Nope, just seen the pictures. Yep. Um, Well, that makes sense because um, I feel like we should play that little soundbite that's like, the more you know. But yeah, (laughs) um, that kind of fits in because I've always struggled seeing her um, as an Aquarius in that aspect of Aquarius. Yeah. Um, I have, however, seen Olivia's various apartments and such in the show. Um, and it also does not scream Aquarius to me, but I think she, well, in these later seasons are see, they're seeming a little bit more Aquarius. Let me tell you, they get a little more like, um, trendy is not the word, but she like, first of all, we graduated from twin bed. We did. (laughs) 
<laughs> Thank God. Thankfully. <laughs> and then, <laughs> um, but they get like she. I I feel like even in her office, and this is just the most Marishka part of Olivia, but she puts little things in her office of like RBG, like yeah, and little subtle references to things that she's passionate about outside of SVU that still like would tie in with Olivia's personality. Yeah. Um, and I think in her home in the most recent seasons, you've started to see that too. And I wonder how much of it is Mariska and how much of it is Olivia. Well, again, I haven't been to Mariska's house. I (laughs) don't know her color scheme in, in her new house, but I know the, uh, most recent apartment is very colorful and I would imagine that would be very much Marishka inspired. Mm-hmm. I love colorful too. Yeah. My my poor uh brother and my boyfriend that live with me just kind of have let me decorate the house and it's <laughs> just like insanely colorful hippie heaven and that is neither of their thing. <laughs> Like, I'm pretty sure they hate it all, but they just, like, accept it because they don't care because boys. Yes. um, That is is a very good explanation because boys. That's just what they, they don't care. They just want somewhere to sit and eat and sleep, so. Yeah. Um, But I do, I do. I feel like in the older seasons, Olivia's apartment was kind of plain. It was. Um, and I think it was indicative of the fact that she was never home. Yeah. But now she's home a lot more because she has a reason to go home more. Yeah. And so I think her style has started to come out. Um, and I'm excited to see how much they'll do with it. Because maybe they'll make it even more, like, aquarius I hope so. <laughs> Um, well, do you have any thoughts about their chart? I kind of ran through everything just as an explanation. Not necessarily about their chart, but I think I speak for both of us when I say, Mariska, if you're listening to this, if you want to DM us or email us your birth time and get like a full natal chart, we can totally do that for you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Or if anyone else knows that, like anyone listening just happens to know or have access to that information. Um, Because I would love to know what her rising sign is. Yeah. Um, Because I have a feeling it's Aquarius. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't know what Olivia's would be, though. I don't know. And that's kind of hard because can ask like nurse room be like, oh, what time was Olivia born? They can make up any time they want and have it be right because it's a character. It's a fictional character. Mm -hmm. So you could ask 10 different people and get 10 different answers. So it's tricky with Olivia. Yeah, and I I also feel like since they were kind of going back and forth with her actual birthday for a while, that there would not be one cohesive answer to that. They might um, not have even thought about it. But, yeah. Um, I My guess is that Olivia's rising would be in Cancer or Taurus. Um, or maybe I like Virgo. to think Cancer, because <laughs> I'm a Cancer. And, you know. Right. <laughs> uh, just because I feel like uh, there's a very motherly yeah. side of Olivia. Um, and a lot of her other placements don't really reflect that overwhelmingly. Like there's a side of her that loves to be cozy and have a cozy morning in with her people and take care of her people and take care of everyone around her. Um, and I think that her major signs, uh, aside from her rising, which we don't have, obviously, uh, aren't particularly the most motherly signs. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with them. There's not to say those signs can't be amazing mothers and take care of people. Um, But they're not overwhelmed. Like it's not their purpose in life. Uh, Whereas I, I think a huge part of Olivia has always wanted to be a mother and has always had that within her Um, and shows it with how she really takes care of other people in her life anyway. 
So I would like a cancer or a Taurus or some sort of sign that's just in tune with their emotions and takes care of other people really well for that yeah. rising spot. <laughs> so SV writer's um, room, if you're listening, finagle that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, make that happen. <laughs> and then we can talk about it. Um, I initially planned on coming in and roasting their charts, but it's so hard to say anything yeah. bad about either of them. <laughs> and, uh, like, I don't know about you, um, but I fully intend on tweeting this episode to Mariska and to the SVU writer's room. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but I, I guess I can talk a little smack <laughs> um, <laughs> for a second. I think um, Mariska's moon in Taurus, while it is so, so powerful and nurturing and grounded I think she'll run into some issues with spending too much money sometimes um and being incredibly stubborn I feel like she is Um, incredibly stubborn mm -hmm. um but I feel like Peter's incredibly (laughs) stubborn too yeah, I feel like he I feel like they match each other in a lot of ways emotionally. I should have pulled his chart up so we could just see. Um maybe we could do another episode where we talk that about Marishka and Peter together. Um I or would Elliot love and Olivia too. Peter and Marishka. I could talk <laughs> about them for hours. Ugh. Like not even just for... an astrology standpoint, because I could, but like just as people standpoint mm-hmm. I do too I love them I didn't actually know much about them until we started talking more because I had never really paid attention to her personal life um, and then all of a sudden I was like oh my gosh it's a whole new world yes. with children <laughs> and husbands <laughs> um, did they, they meet on the did. show I feel like a failure that I don't know that they met on the set that. of SVU that's what I thought and the first thing she did when so she cute. went up and talked to him was insult his family. Yeah. Um, so that's that Mercury and <laughs> Capricorn. <laughs> she was trying to be funny, but she wound up using an ethnic slur for his family. And he just looked at her and was like, oh, you're funny. <laughs> I feel like he's got to have some sort of Libra in him. That's just my gut feeling is that there's Libra somewhere. August 17th is Leo. That's not Libra, right? Yeah. Mm -mm. That's Leo. Um, But that's so cute. So he, people that don't know who Peter is, he played a lawyer. Yeah, he played Trevor Langan and still sometimes plays Trevor Langan. Mm -hmm. Yeah occasionally (laughs) um but I could see (laughs) I saw it so clearly when you said that story the Mercury and Capricorn because that's how she's gonna communicate and she's gonna try to say something funny or be blunt as a Capricorn is and it's not gonna read (laughs) for other people quite the way that it is oh my goodness That's my favorite story. So like, funny. one of my favorite stories um, of them is that story of how they met. And, like, she she even talks about, like, walking up to him. She was so nervous because he was just, he's just so good looking that she was, like, she got, like, butterflies in her stomach. It's so Aww. adorable. They're adorable. And... I don't know how anyone could hate on them. Um, how long have they, they been together? They've been married since 2004. So 20 not 20 years yet. Just about. Um but they had okay. a whole people magazine spread a couple years ago. Um they were together 18 years a couple years ago, so they've been together 20 years and married uh, 18, 17, something like that. Mm. Yeah. 
That's so cute. I love that for them. They really and do. And they're the cutest kids. Like, I know she doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't we can really do the whole family. Kids anymore on Instagram, and I blame all the fans who decided to ruin. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. But uh. The pictures that we do get of her kids are adorable. And the pictures that we already have are adorable. Yeah, so cute. Mm-hmm. They just yeah. have such a nice, cute little family. <laughs> um, and I think it makes a lot of sense because uh, Tauruses are very stubborn, but they're very protective also. Yeah. Um. And motherly, so it only makes sense that she would have a flock. There was a joke. <laughs> so Allie Wentworth had a TV show that was a comedy that Mariska guest starred on, and they were joking that she has like seventy-two kids, <laughs> and it's like she's got three. That's a little <laughs> bit of a stretch, but okay. <laughs> I yeah. feel like it's because she's a mother to all of us. <laughs> then yeah. she has thousands of children and she just doesn't know it. Um, for Olivia, something that I uh, think is interesting is this moon and Capricorn, mm-hmm. Mercury and Pisces combination. Um, because the moon and Capricorn is going to make her so... Um, not stubborn. So earth signs do tend to be a little more stubborn, but not necessarily in a bad way. Uh, but I think the moon and Capricorn is going to have her on the defensive, but then the Mercury yeah. and Pisces is going to want to spill it all. Like every time someone talks to her and then a Venus and Pisces, if you had love in it, in any capacity, yeah. she's just going to want to spill everything. But what that moon and Capricorn is going to do and the sun and Aquarius is going to kind of pull back that like Pisces emotion and I think that's why like the episode we just covered whenever she was talking to a perp she would say those lines uh that she says did I strike a nerve or did I hit a nerve and um son of a bitch yes yes and I feel like um those are very emotionally charged with that Mercury and Pisces, but then the moon and Capricorn makes them come out super like blunt and badass. Um, And I think in certain situations like that, it's amazing Mm -hmm. and we love it and we're here for badass Benson. But then in other situations in her personal life and her dating life, I could see how that could be like. (laughs) um, See, when I write my fan fictions, I focus a lot on her personal life and her dating life. Anybody who has read any of my fan fictions can tell you that. My therapist told me that on Monday because I was explaining a couple of them. <laughs> I don't necessarily fo- I focus more on the Venus and Pisces <laughs> part of her. Than the moon and Taurus mm-hmm. and the yeah 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 um I think she does have an she has a Pisces stellium so she does mm-hmm. have three Pisces placements um which is interesting because she's not like the most sensitive yeah. human being if that makes sense but she's very very intuitive and defensive and then that sun in Aquarius is literally going to block her emotions from showing um unless with the Venus and Pisces love is shown to her um and you see this with like emotionally charged reactions with Stabler for instance um or with survivors talking to her and showing her love when she walks away and then she feels it all at once um so I do think it's a beautiful placement that they share actually uh but I do think uh with that moon and Capricorn she's gonna have some 
issues just with dating because she's not and sun in aquarius is also yeah. not the most emotional sign either and so i feel like they're gonna block her from saying what she really wants to say and then it builds up in the background and then she just lets which is why she never says i love you to anybody and... until two seconds after they break up right <laughs> right um and there's one particular person that she dated, and it's not your favorite one, but there's one that she dated that I wanted to be in game so bad, and she just if was not able to communicate with If him. it's the one I'm <laughs> thinking of that's not my favorite, I also wanted them to be end game. Yeah, I think so, because I really, I, I think we've yeah. talked about this before, but it was before your favorite. And it's not yeah. it's not stabler because we don't ship and they them never together. canonically but... <laughs> got together on the show. Um, so this was a canon relationship. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I just think he loved her from the beginning. Yeah, and he still rides for her to this day. Um, but it yeah. fell apart because she couldn't communicate. Um, and I think. It's because she's got so much conflicting energy because think about the, and just the four placements we're talking about today, we could go deeper into her chart, but we don't have yeah, no. 10 years to record. Um, but with Aquarius is an air sign, Capricorn's an earth sign, and then Pisces is a water sign. It's just totally conflicting yeah. energy back and forth um, where she's feeling all the feels, but can't properly talk about them or feel comfortable talking about them even though she wants to and she has so much love to give and I think that is Olivia Benson's no, I downfall <laughs> um, because I think it's like quite a perfect chart for yeah. someone that does the job she does um, but it's hard to be in a relationship with someone like that and I'm interested to see um not even her dating life, but her personal life and uh, people that are now yes. in her life uh, that will be forever, how that will play out later. Because like I said, she doesn't have this overwhelming nurturing chart yeah, uh, like Mariska does. Like <laughs> Mariska's <laughs> chart screams like, mom. But <laughs> Olivia's is not... Um, as much and that's not to say like we are not talking shit about any sign in particular here but um, you know I think it's it's not overwhelmingly nerd that's why I wonder if her rising sign is something that's a little more mom parenting-esque um, because she does have it it's just not super strong because her fierce independentness yeah. is what kind of takes over in this chart um so I will say that's probably why she can't uh, keep a relationship for why they could only last forever. <laughs> um, and there's also like she does so much work in therapy, like Olivia does so much work on herself and tries so hard mm-hmm. to uh, grow as a person. Um, yeah, but I think she still stands in her own way. Um. And I think the writers do that just for like added, well, you know, suspense. When sad Warren Light was coming in and Neil Bear was going out, the one piece of anything that Neil Bear gave to Warren Light was Olivia's never allowed to be happy. So, because it's all we want is for her to be happy. So that interests me even further with uh, how Stabler is yeah. going to play a role when he comes back. Um, because if you watch the show, the episode where they, uh, where Chris Maloney is gone for the first time, oh, she's yeah. quite devastated she's about torn it. torn apart. Um, literally. <laughs> so I'm interested because I think, I think it's going to, complicated and I think there's going to be a lot of leftover residual anger and sadness and things like that um, but I do think she I just is want probably going to be happy him. just um, once that's all I want I know 
<laughs> before we uh, knew the baloney of it all was happening, Coley would be like, yes. I just want her to get shot. <laughs> yeah. But now it's been no, like, I we just want her to slap him. But like... And that makes me sound like a terrible person. I promise you I'm not. I just No, it doesn't. Like every other member of the squad has been shot except for <laughs> Olivia. And now Cat, but Cat's <laughs> pretty green. My guess is that she's gonna Yeah, my guess is that she's gonna be shot. Yeah, she's and fresh. Crazy was never shot. He was beaten with a baseball bat, but he was never oh, shot. Oh, my baby. If we want to talk about Zodiac for a second, um, I share a birthday with nice. Uh, nice. Peter, who plays Carisi, which is kind of cool. I should also We're both leap year babies. earlier <laughs> when I said August 17th was Peter Herman's birthday. It's August 15th. It's still Leo. Okay. But, I think that's still Leo, know. isn't it? Mm-hmm. For prosperity. All sake. good. Well, do you have... <laughs> um, what else was I gonna say? I can't remember. But I hope I hope that you've enjoyed us talking about yeah, and like astrology not even for an hour astrology, <laughs> but like just talking about Marishka and Olivia, pretty much for an hour. I know, and I. What I love about this podcast is we watch SBU very differently, I feel like, because you always know things about the show that I have no idea about. Um, and so whenever I, like, need a quote immediately that I can't remember or, like, the name of an episode or, like, whatever, you always know it and can say it to me because I feel like I've watched as much SBU as you, but you have a much more, like, analytical side to you that I don't because my Pisces still yeah, like, yeah I don't I'm not sure if it's analytical or so... if it's the fact that I I mean we've both watched like the same amount of SVU but I've watched it more as like a comfort for so long so I don't know I don't know mm-hmm. and that's not saying that you haven't watched it as a comfort I don't know I just put my foot in my mouth so I'm gonna stop talking now <laughs> no you're good I think that you uh, yeah. notice more, is what I was trying to yeah. say. You pay closer attention than I do. Um, and I love it because we're, ta- we're sitting here, like talk- and I'm like going through all her signs, as I do as an astrologer, and telling information about it. And then you're like, yeah. oh, well, here's an anecdote that will prove that correct, that I had no idea about. Like, I didn't yep. even know that Peter and Marie He was actually brought in to be a love interest for Alex. And then Peter and Marissa wound up dating, and that kind of like (laughs) blew that storyline out of the water. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) I miss Alex. She's around. around. I see her on social um, media. (laughs) She co founded a cosmetics brand that I follow. Um, so, and they do Founders mm-hmm. Friday all the time. And that has, that has part to do with one of the things I have Cute. to tell you. <laughs> oh, fun. All right. Well, I think that about wraps up the yeah, I would say so. roasting of their charts, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I think so. All right. So should we do a tarot reading real quick? Woohoo! Okay, so I get to read this week, and I thought it was only fitting that I use my Moonology Oracle deck by Yasmin Boland because they're zodiac related. I love that um, deck. and moon related, so it kind of covers. I have that. I have that deck, but it's. Like I know it's my favorite. Wrapped in my drawer under my bed, and I can't pull it out. So I'm so sad. <laughs> oh no. When you're meant to use it, it will find its way to you. I just, this deck, I like it because it's big, so it's easy to shuffle. Um, Because I don't know how to actually shuffle cards, fun fact. So I kind of just 
um, smack them against each other. Well, and hope another that fun fact: one falls out. Because I know but, how to actually shuffle cards. Um, it's not good to actually do that with tarot cards or oracle cards because their card stock is thinner. At least that's my preference. I don't like to shuffle them hmm. regularly because they get bent. Right. Yeah, that's another thing. So my favorite deck that I've been mm-hmm. using is the Trippin Weight Tarot deck. Um, and the thing about that deck is that it's actually a really thick deck, but yeah. the cards are really thin and kind of smaller in size. So if you sh- yeah. if you regular shuffle them, they literally bend in half. And I didn't want to ruin the integrity of the deck, so yeah. I haven't even tried. I just kind of fling them <laughs> in that's my hands I, because I'm afraid that I'm going to like rip tarot cards and my oracle to... cards. It's just smacking them together, or I'll put them on the on the floor mm-hmm. on the bed and I'll shuffle them, like move them around, and then gather them back up into a deck. Hmm. Yeah. I just like um, Big Empress Energy on Instagram. She does this thing where she whacks them together and whatever falls out is what she uses. Um, And I didn't always read that way, but watching her do it is so like relaxing. (laughs) It's almost like ASMR a little bit. And um, I just started (laughs) whacking them together and I just liked it better. (laughs) Um, But all right, the card that, fell out today is the new moon in cancer card and the message that that sends from me to you from spirit to me to you is you and your loved ones are safe um and i really like that for today because it makes me think of marishka in particular how we were talking about how she likes yeah to mother and keep her people safe um But also, it's a good card in general for, like, this time that we're in where we're still in a pandemic and everything. Uh, So if you need a little reassurance today that you're safe um, and everything's going to be okay and your loved ones are safe, uh, hopefully this resonates with you. Yay! (laughs) Um, So we should have said this at the beginning. Uh, but please like, comment, subscribe, Share rate the podcast. Uh, please share it. Um, you know, it means so much to us. We lost all of our ratings. So um, we really want to yeah. build those back up so that we can grow a little bit more. Um, also, let us know either on social media at SVU Coven or via email svucoven at gmail.com. If you're interested in visual podcasts, uh, we've been dabbling with the idea of recording ourselves and not just our voices and uploading it to YouTube. um, Um, A couple people who have brought that up to me. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, We were originally going to do Twitch, but then when I was going through the logistics of recording on twitch it's really hard to do when you're not together um and so i figured coley brought it up to me that we could do a visual podcast and then i was thinking about it and a lot of the podcasts i listen to i actually watch on youtube um so i think it might be a good idea but let us know what you think because if you guys aren't into it and don't resonate with it then um we may not do it, but I can't imagine that you wouldn't resonate with it. So let us know. Drop us a line um, and follow us at SVU Coven. We'll be live tweeting the episode tomorrow, which this will air after the episode does. So that doesn't really matter. But if you see us on Twitter, say hi. Um, oh, and the Discord. We also have a Discord server where we watch the show together, talk about tarot, talk about We also have a website. Just whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we do have oh a my website gosh. we do have a website <laughs> and one of these days I will find time to beef it up and make it beautiful um, but everything that we talked about just now will be available on the website as well yes. in one nice clean um, beautiful and while place we're talking eventually about listens and, and whatnot, um, we're up to 392 yeah Yay! 
Thank you for your endless support, Little Witch Detectives. We're so excited to have yes. an ever-growing community, even if it's growing a little bit slower. But yeah, it's cool that we even have one listener. So, so. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we ever got into this expecting like money yeah. or a bunch of followers or anything like that. We just do it because it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, I guess that's the episode. It was. I hope and you guys guess liked what? it. This was guess really what? fun for me. Was it fun for you? We got through an entire episode without <laughs> technical difficulties. What? <laughs> From start to finish. Oh, my God. Imagine that. <laughs> it's a miracle. During Mercury Retrograde. <laughs> a miracle. <laughs> okay, sounds good. All right, well, I guess Best I'll talk be. to you later. All right.